All right. No countdown this time, Cheese. Just straight into a conversation with Cheese and the Tugboat. Aw, uh, yeah. Welcome back, Cheese. How you been? I'm pretty well, Tugboat. How are you? Not so bad. Not so bad myself. <laughs> just, uh, just doing what you gotta do. Yep. Just get her done. Been a long run of, uh... Radio silence from Cheese in the Tugboat as life grips us by the neck and guides us to where it needs us to go. But uh, we're back. We always would be back. Yeah, yeah. Two glasses and a, a wine and I were in, in Banff. Ooh. For a wedding. Probably getting up to no good, no doubt. Definitely, but it was a fun wedding. Drinking with a lot of Australians. And... Uh, it reaffirmed that they like to drink and party, and also that uh, I still enjoy their accents very much. <laughs> accents are fun, I agree. Yeah, that's my favorite. I think that the one guy, we saw him the next morning a little hungover and everything, and he's like, well, needless to say, um, we all woke up feeling a little bit uh, reasonably rough. <laughs> Not unreasonably rough, just reasonably rough. Yeah, very eloquent compared to our, oh, I got right, right ripped last night there, bud. <laughs> I am totally hung out. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Fun times. I do, for, for the tugboat, I enjoy the Irish accent, I think, when it comes to um, alcohol. I believe that one is the uh, most whimsical and melodic. I don't know what. Oh, I don't know. I don't have any specific examples, but uh, I just enjoy it. Just love it. It's fun. Um, I imagine they would say something pretty awesome for being hungover. But uh, oh, we touch of the Jim Jams. That's more Scottish, but I can't. I can't do the Irish one. I've tried. You know that. Better than most. Oh, we tested at tin cans. All right, Cheese, what do we want to talk about today? As if we don't already know. Yeah, so what you had, uh, I guess, divulged to me was that um, several of the women that you're working with at your job um, had listened to our conversation on what it means to be a man in today's world, and they were pushing really hard to kind of have us explore what it's like to be um, like a woman in today's world. So, since we are men, um, this should go well. I'm sure this will be very smooth and well-balanced. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to try and, and do our best, and then obviously we are open to your feedback and comments, and uh, then we'll have, like I guess, a, mel- a more well-rounded picture and, and kind of see where we, where we lie. If we get enough feedback and interest, we could always do a rebuttal episode as well. Um, and, and that being said, I didn't so much, they weren't pushing for it as much as I said, hey, uh, do you guys have any ideas for topics? And they said, yeah, since you did a man one, how come there's no woman one? And, uh, and then I said, okay, well, what does it mean for you to be a woman in today's world? So I have a rather lengthy list of kind of all over the place things here with some of them have little stars beside them, which are like 
you know how most people do stars and they just kind of do like the cross and then the other two lines on the angle 45 these are like actually drawn like the little triangle dealy like stars like for real stars really nice stars like a an accurate like an accurate portrayal but really we all know that that stars are spherical in nature well obviously but it's this is like a real you know cartoonish star it really really jumps off the page is the idea and not like that like circular star with like the triangle flames that come off of it um and it's usually got like a little happy face in the middle yeah, isn't that just the sun? Like, we can just name that one. That's ours. We own it. Yeah, that's true. Like, do you think Earthlings think that we own the sun? I'm pretty, pretty confident we do. Oh, guaranteed not. Not Well, the moon, for sure, we own. That's, you know, it's on our land. Because <laughs> that's how aliens talk, but what it would roughly translate is... You can't just put a flag on something and say that it's yours. Jeez. Well, tell that to the Spanish. Whoa. Whoa. History lesson stuff. Okay, cheese. We've daily dallied yeah. enough. Let's get into this because it might be a rather meaty topic. Yeah, we'll get into the star topic. Let's uh, get right into the good stuff. Boom. First star, wage gap. I'm not even kidding. Like, I know that's first on our list also, but it's also the biggest star on the paper. Tugboat and I usually switch trade papers. We make notes on our own and kind of switch them around. And I had I had wage gap at the top of mine as well. That's awesome. So, you know, there's kind of a viewpoint or perspective from certain. Well, it's more prevalent in some industries than others, but it seems like some people kind of perceive women as being less capable, and that justifies their, you know, the continued existence of the wage gap what, what is it nowadays something like 76 cents for a woman compared to a dollar for a man or is it 79 it's getting up there it's, yeah. al- it's almost north of 80 it, it's basically like women are the canadian dollar to the to the american dollar these days yeah pretty much they jump up and down a little bit but really they're you know the, well maybe not fully the canadian dollar because sometimes it almost gets to par which Maybe in individual cases it gets there. Who knows? Who knows what spice? Okay. So it would almost even be more fair if they had it set up like <laughs> the exchange rate or whatever it is, which is awful. I think that would, I don't know. Like, that would be wait all- so terrible because then you wouldn't know what you're going to make. Like you would have no idea what the fluctuations and whatnot. But you would ultimately be making more. It would be closer to on par than what it is now, where it's just like a nice, solid, consistent, uh, whatever, 79 cents or what she said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I know personally that I get really upset when, like, say you have to go to the States and pay a certain amount of money and not be able to have as much money. Like, you get really upset with that. So uh, I get it. I, I think it's, I personally think that the wage gap thing is ridiculous. Like, I, I still don't understand why it exists at all. Especially such a huge gap. Like, if it was three cents difference, then you could be like, oh, it's just how it is. But 20-something cents difference, that is pretty substantial. That's a, a really huge amount uh, for no reason. Like, like uh, I would, I don't know, a tugboat 
like, uh, I don't know if you've read a bunch of stuff or what people's rebuttal is to this, but I was just wondering, can you think of anything on top of your head for why there should be such a gap? So, in the notes provided to me, um, the theory from the, uh, the female point of view is that women are going to miss more work than men. They go on mat leave. They're often seen as the fi- primary family caretaker. Um, men want their own wives to be the family caretaker so this somehow translates into employers kind of trying to push women to do that by paying them less um the whole miss more work thing that's outrageous to me i don't i don't get it because just because helen goes on mat leave doesn't mean you're not gonna you know hire a contract person all that mat leave payment and everything is taken care of outside unless your company tops it up and even then the contract person you bring in is probably going to make less than helen anyways yeah so i i yeah. I, I can't I, I didn't do any interneting on that specific thing but i don't understand what the logic is other than just that's how it's been in the past because women weren't considered people not that long ago a couple hundred uh-huh. years agree that it's it's pretty terrible the whole wage gap thing and and then the the other piece in that same pool pool piece is that a lot of times women will be overlooked or passed over and again in certain industries and i don't want to highlight any individual ones but you can take guesses um not a lot of female miners out there but um yeah they just they don't consider women to be able to do the job especially if there's any kind of physicality to it, which is pretty outrageous most of the time. Unless yeah, it's like, you know, some kind of weird weightlifter for higher job where you have to lift. And even then, some of those women from Germany, they can do it, man. Yeah. Not just Germany, Chase. No, <laughs> no, just Germany. And, and Russia, but they've been cheating apparently, so... Real 
cheese in our our nation that we live in that we reside in um men can also take that leave i mean yeah but I, I, yeah breastfeeding and stuff would be pretty hard to get milk from a man's breast but you know there's alternatives it's not set in stone but at the same time yeah it's uh it comes off as basically a detriment like oh you have to have, be physically uncomfortable for nine months carrying this human that you grew inside of you. And also, um, when you're gone, we're going to try and replace you and we're going to pay you less overall because of your ability to grow humans inside of you. Yeah. Which, when yeah. you say it like that's kind of terrifying. Yeah. It really, really, really insensitive there, but um, it was, uh, but no, I, I totally agree. You're just kind of being, being punished for something that's like, I don't know. It's obviously it's beautiful, and and it's something that like you would want to do. Um, and you said, yeah, you don't really have any other choice, in, in, other than like say adopting or something like that. Um, so yeah. Okay. I, don't know. I, I think it's pretty ridiculous. I mean, there, there is topics now about like how like yes, there is paternal leave and all that kind of stuff, but uh, even that's kind of set up pretty crappily. But since this is a discussion about women, we're gonna keep it to that and ignore the, the men stuff. Agreed. So, right. so would that make us feminists? I, I think so. Um, I I try. I try my best to, to, to adopt sort of a feministic perspective of just sort of that like um, like women's rights are human rights, but just basically everybody um, deserves obviously to have human rights and and that equality the equality for everyone so like a lot of a lot of people believe that feminism is sort of like this oh we hate men and let's take down men and destroy men and all this kind of stuff and, and that's not really the case it's kind of a it's a really weird flawed logic that it's like okay well if if women start to get equal pay or they start to gain particular rights that means they're taking things away from us like as men um which is really stupid. It just basically means that, like, men get to kind of keep uh, a certain amount of things that they have, and nothing's being taken away. It's just that you're giving more rights and, and equal rights to women. Like, I think that's, it's so silly. It's, it's, yeah, it's additive, not subtractive. No, no, but that's how everybody thinks. Um, and, I, and I think that's kind of what, what drives a lot of it. It's just like, oh, they're taking away our, 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 our rights and our everything and whatever, so let's you know, keep them down. That's kind of just how oppression works a lot of the time. Um, so I try and, and and not be like that. Pretty, it's just really crappy logic. The other piece of feminiz- feminism that I have from the uh, my correspondence here is not all women are feminists! Exclamation point and little hearts above the eyes. Um, just because you're a woman doesn't mean you're a feminist. And just because you're a feminist doesn't mean you're a woman. Boom, nice. Put that on a t-shirt. But, uh, you know, some women's dream is to find a nice man who will look after them, get married, churn out several kids, and uh, just giddy up from there, you know? Be a homemaker and stay at home. There's men that want the same thing, except they can't really, you know, make make the babies themselves, but... They want to just stay at home and vacuum and make tea in the afternoon and 
you know, put a really nice sweater on and have a glass of wine and sigh a lot. Yeah. That's from Family Guy. That's not me. Yeah, but like, Tumbo, you can still do all those things from a feministic perspective. Like, it's not saying that, like, uh, just because like, you want to be a stay-at-home mom doesn't mean that you, like, don't want equal rights and stuff. No, I agree, but um, it's, you know, the typical view of the feminists is that they're, you know, they want to be in the workplace and they want to do everything. But some women just don't share that dream. They they want, you know, the, the kind of anti... No, that's not a thing. But whatever the the role they're being pushed into that feminism is combating with, you know, less rights and everything like that, just want to be taken care of. Some women actually want that. Yeah, see, like, I would see it from, like, a... Uh, of course they do. And, like, I see that as, like... Uh, when you mentioned that, like, not all women are, are, are feminists and stuff, and I think where it comes into play when you're not looking at a feminist is, like, when you are, like, pushing into those roles or, like, shaming people for making a particular choice. So it's, like, uh, say, like, you value being a stay-at-home mom and stuff, and you start, like, shaming these women that go, like, that are focusing on their jobs and have nannies or something, and they're not home taking care of their child, like, 24-7 or whatever, like a, like a mother should, so, like, they're all like, you shouldn't be at work, and, uh, you're not, uh, being a good mom, and all this kind of stuff, um, and then from the other end, it's just, like, kind of having women, say, who, who work more, or, uh, to, to balance their life really well, kind of shame those women who want to, like, uh, be homemakers and all that kind of stuff, so I find, like, that's where it, it runs into trouble is when, like, you're just, like, punishing, it's like, a lot of the times it is women punishing women um, for the choices that they're making, um, and I don't think that's very fair as well, and obviously men do it tons as well, like, oh, you're at work, shouldn't you be at home with your kids, blah, 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 um, no, like, you can make your choices, grow up. Men do it more through their institutions than they do verbally, I think, like, with the whole wage gap, etc. that we've already ground, we've already covered. Yeah, or like dudes, dudes will talk about it to other dudes about it and make like jokes about it and stuff. Um, and uh, I mean, if you're in that sort of uh, atmosphere or whatever, it's, you can tell pretty quick who's, who's going along with that and who, who holds those values. And I don't think there's enough, I guess, people out there, like from a male perspective, there's not enough men going there when someone makes a joke like that to kind of stand up and just be like, that's not funny. Like, okay. I know you're making it grow up. I don't think I've heard anybody ever stand up and say, dude, come on, dude. Too yeah, soon. Too far. Too far. Okay. I would say too, I think too late, for one. Uh, uh, well, no I, no, I don't know. I wouldn't say too late or too soon. It's just basically like, don't. <laughs> like, it's, 20, it's 2016, buddy. Grow up. Read a book. Yeah. I feel like that's uh, that's like my favorite response to everything uh, when something sort of stupid is said or something sexist or racist is like grow up, grow up, grow up hair. Um. Okay. Well, let's get into the old uh, double standard since we're kind of heading that way, uh, and then that that'll lead us nicely into your your next point. But you have conflicting messages here, you know men want women to be super sexy but also professional and they want them to be like serving and look after you 
but also be super happy about it and polite. And I watched an interesting documentary on Vice, of course. Um, it was on the States of Undress or States of Dress program where this girl who happens to be a model and a journalist um, went to Russia to kind of investigate how their social climate is influencing their, their fashion, whatnot. And when you go to Russia right now, it becomes a lot about Putin. So they're talking about, uh, you know, the guy that rides horses shirtless and all the policies he put in place that are really pro-family and all this stuff and uh, anti-homosexual and very, you know, a man needs to marry a woman. That woman needs to have a bunch of kids. And then the other piece of the puzzle that's kind of contributing to the way things are over there is that because of the wars, there were a lot of men died. And then when they got back, those that survived had a lot of depression and alcoholism, drug use. Um, so a lot of them also ended up dying. Um, and then the average life expectancy for a man in Russia is about 11 years shorter than women. I think they die in like their late 60s, which is, you know, pretty much what we were doing here in the in the 1960s. But um, what, yeah. it, what it boils down to is that for every 100 women in Mother Russia, there's only 76 men. So okay. it, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but there's all these like marriage clinics and stuff that are supposed to quote unquote teach women how to be more desirable and oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so a lot of the the messaging from those places which you pay like a month's salary to to go to them is like you have to treat your man treat man like a like a god don't wear glasses or or read a book because men will think that you're more intelligent than them and you need to be you know lower yourself below your man and and greet him with a smile every day even if he doesn't if you if you don't deserve to something or other but uh before i trip on any more words it's pretty horrifying so this girl who's from new york city very empowered woman goes into this place and meets the kind of head guru of the most popular and and successful marriage thing and starts asking him questions and like getting in his face a little bit and he's like, yeah, you, you look like, you know, a nerd and you look like you're sad and like just ripping her apart. And then so she turns it back on him and turns out he's been married like four times and all this other stuff. And, and the divorce rate in Russia is super high because people are forced into or pressured into getting married young. And then, yeah. you know, if you don't know the person and you're like 17 when you get married, there's a good reasonable chance that that's going to end in total failure so it's kind yeah, of yeah. interesting it sounds, yeah well it sounds like, like well I know like for a fact or whatever that it's, it's a lot easier to like I guess brainwash or, or post these values on like younger women um, which is brutal it sounds like this guy is like taking total advantage of this and, and spouting a lot of like bullcrap um, to kind of get what he wants but like when you have that much sort of inequality within a relationship like I don't know like from a man's perspective you probably like lose interest because you don't really have much respect for the person that you're with well they address Um, that by saying 
you know, don't do this, don't do that for the man because then they'll lose interest. And if you have yeah. intercourse, you have to look into their eyes because certain pheromones are are transferred. Um, no condoms is a big rule for them because somehow that creates a more lasting bond if there's no um, birth control involved. Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty specific and intense, the whole thing. Yeah, like, the really, like, exact, well, not exaggerated version, but it's, like, kind of taking it back to when it, uh, way back how it really used, used to be, like, even, like, within North America up until, like, I don't know, like, even fairly recently, like, even within 50 years ago or whatever, and, and uh, trying to push that that upon them, and it's just it's kind of, it makes, it makes me pretty uh, sick to the stomach and stuff. I don't really, I think it's completely inappropriate and just stepping backwards just so this guy can, I don't know, like, make money or get what he wants or, or whatever it is. It's kind of what I was talking about earlier about, like, that pushback. It's like... Uh, this guy's trying really hard not to really give up any of his sort of power or privilege. It's really brutal. Well, and speaking of birth control, I'm going to sneak one in because I couldn't figure out a better place to put it. But um, and this one was one that they really kind of went off on. And, uh, of course, I was just poking the bear and trying to get them to get even more fired up because, you know, antagonizing people can be humorous for me sometimes. But... Um, on the birth control subject, it's one-sided. Females are expected to purchase the pill, quote-unquote, the pill. You can't see my air quotes. Um, yeah. One, it's expensive. Two, it's a pretty big hassle because you have to go see the doctor for a prescription every time, and they only give you three months in a go. Yeah, so, and it, like, for some people, it can really, uh, for some people, it really helps them sort of regulate their menstrual cycle and kind of manage like uh, the, the side effects of it and everything but for others like it can really like mess you up um, it can make uh, like uh, your boobs get like uncomfortably big or something like that and, and there's like a whole bunch of other things that can, can really <laughs> be detrimental for having to go on it it's not just to stop pregnancy but it has a big impact on, on a lot of other things. Well yeah you're chortling in a bunch of hormones and proteins and whatnot into your into your systems that normally wouldn't be there or wouldn't be there at that time or volume so you, you're really oh, yeah. dicking around with your body's internal workings yeah so, and like I think for like a lot of men they're just kind of like no it'll stop you from getting pregnant so I don't have to wear a condom so uh, yeah. it'll be better for me so so they're they, they didn't like that they didn't like that the girl had to do it all themselves. <clears throat> Most guys, it's just a mystery to what the hell is involved in the whole process and the effects and everything. And then the other part that got them wired up was that men don't really feel responsible for birth control, and they think that they don't have to wear condoms if the girl's on the pill. Uh, and then when they get condoms, in their experience, potentially... Um, it's like expected that you'll share the cost. Like, well, I bought them last time. You should get them this time, or can you pick um, them? Or can you pick them up for me? Um, yeah, that would never come into question if it was like the birth control pill. Like, it wouldn't be yeah. like, okay, I got my pills like last month. Can you cover this month? Like, no, that's your problem. And it's because of the detachability of the male. And you know, we we prefaced it that me and the other guy by saying. 
you know, this is terrible and not something we support, but some guys would just be like, oh, you got pregnant? Well, see you later then. I'm moving. Yeah. Or just, well, we are broken up. It's an, easy, it's an easier thing to get out of. Like, yeah. You, you should inherently have the same amount of responsibility. You have a, a, a role to play in how that baby was made and everything. And, uh, but then like you have that, uh, I guess, perceived ease of, uh, of ability to just get out of the situation because like, you don't have to carry that child. And then some people will say, like, oh, well, you know, like, she can have an abortion or something like that. She can get out of it, too. It's like, yeah, but that's, like, an extremely traumatic or can be an extremely yes. traumatic experience. It's invasive um, and emotionally traumatic. Of course. It can be, like, a, a lot of different impacts because of it, because of um, thinking about, like, um, you know, like, what may become of that child if you were to allow to leave. You have to go to the hospital. You have to go through, like... You know, talking to, to, to people about it and, and having the procedure done and stuff. And um, a lot, again, like pregnancy can change a lot of hormones, so there could be like a significant amount of attachment uh, in there already that you'll have to kind of uh, get over and stuff. And, and, and guys can be fairly detached from that situation. Um, and uh, it's just, it's not, like it's inherently unequal, but people make it a lot worse by like not even taking into consideration what impact it would total lack of empathy also when you said that the man had a role in it i thought you were gonna say he had a hand in it and then i was gonna say oh i don't think it was a hand cheese <laughs> dick jokes but um yeah i think you know a guy is is you know full-on detached from the situation unless he seeks out to attach himself to it because i mean he has once the deed is done Really, there's no physical or emotional attachment. Well, I guess there would be some emotional attachment for, you know, responsible males. But some guy that rides into town on a motorcycle and uh, you meet at a bar and have a good time with and then gets on his motorcycle and leaves, there's nothing nothing holding him there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so then, like, I mean, you know, we've been, we've been having this approach that, like, you know, like, uh, you know, men are... Uh, men are detached and stuff and, and thing that has come out of that especially like I guess the Twitter and all that kind of stuff is like hashtag like not all men not all men talk both not all men are like this not all men are like that and then that causes quite a bit of uproar it's kind of similar to the, the black lives matter all lives matter kind of thing yeah. um, what's your opinion on that well I don't want to get into black lives black lives matters all lives matters that seems like a whole whole other topic jeez I know, but I'm talking about the not all men. What, what, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I don't know. I this is I'm just learning of this now. I've never seen this hashtag or whatnot. I assume it's more of a Facebook thing than it is a Twitter thing somehow because I haven't seen it. But um, so men are trying to. So what 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 are they trying to do? I I missed that. So it's kind of like uh, coming out of a, an opinion of like. Uh, you know, they think that, again, these feminist perspectives are just kind of, like, females bashing men and saying, like, that they're not aware of, like, violence or, or um, uh, these inequalities that exist and stuff, so that men that are assumedly aware are coming back with a sort of, like, well, it's not all men, like, you can't paint us all with that singular brush or whatever, um, and just kind of 
your yeah. opinion on that. So my opinion of that would be that it's a fairly dangerous thing because it it doesn't end the argument, but it kind of puts a, a pin in it for a lot of those men's perspective. They say, well, it's not all of us, and then they can walk away from it. Um, the women will, of course, keep fighting for for their rights, but when men, they could just that could be like the dismissal of it. Just be like, well, not all of us are like that, and then just walk away from it where, you know, should probably be more proactive or you could be more proactive, I guess. But yeah, I, I agree that not all men are are like that. There's a lot of men that are in tune with with females issues and and rights, lack of business and all like the whole thing that we're going through here. Yeah. But there are yeah. a large portion of dudes that just, you know, worry about their own business and don't care. Yeah. What I find is, like, interesting about it is that, like, I agree with you in the sense that, yeah, not all men are like that, but it's interesting because when you come back with something like that, it's almost confrontational. Like, it's basically they're saying that these things exist, and you're coming back and saying, well, not all men are like that, like, you're almost pushing back. Whereas if it was like a situation where it's like, okay, not all men are like that, and let's say you are one of those men who isn't like that, then it would be a hell of a lot better if you were to position yourself on the side, um, like uh, from the women's perspective, and just being able to like continue to like help educate men that this is something that does go on, and like what are some of the resources that you can and uh, go to and kind of being more like an ally whereas opposed like when you go you know uh, not all men you're basically discounting or you're like pushing back on someone uh, or on on women that you know you should be like an ally with yeah so i guess the question i would have then would be what obligation do men who are in tune with you know some of these things like the men that are saying not all men what obligation do they have to be an ally and take up the cause and and go forward or do they can they just comfortably sit back and go not my problem uh, i mean that's a that's a that's a choice and a privilege that we do have uh, being in a in a point of privilege is we do have the option to be like that that doesn't matter to me i'm good so i'm just going to i can just go off and um you know, just live my life in that way, um, being, uh, like, from a more feministic perspective. And, I mean, that that's okay as well. Um, but there are things that you can do, like, to be more of an ally, and, and that's kind of even small things, like I was mentioning earlier, where, like, if somebody's making a, a joke about it, um, like, you know, I get jokes, I'm a comedian, I, I, I love jokes, but um, you can kind of stand up and be in, like, dude, like, that's, that's pretty sexist, like, I don't know, uh, even if it is a joke, I don't know, you need to kind of just, like, make them aware that that's what that is, or you can make the choice to not laugh, or, or all that kind of stuff, so, um, and then obviously there's millions and millions of other things that you can do to, to advocate or support, um, sort of more feministic perspective, obviously you can go for the wage gap stuff, Yeah, and that's just in our privileged Western world, um, first world countries. There's even more 
kind of extensive issues in third world countries that you know you can donate money to or take a trip and help out on the ground somehow yeah um, yeah some of my other vice documentaries kind of dig into the things that are happening in women like especially in western africa it is just terrible terrifying what goes on there and i mean it's when it's the army and the police that are committing the most heinous crimes how do you how do you stop that like it's got to come from somewhere up high or outside to really shake that apart but that's a whole that's a whole other bag of gummy worms so yeah that's a whole other topic like it makes it again it makes basically what ends up happening is like there's more uh, consequences or a bigger price to pay to become an ally or to, to advocate because like in those cases like you're you're definitely going to be like uh, as a male you'd be taking a big risk because they have all that power to to enforce these certain things and then as a woman like it's an even infinitely bigger risk because the gap is so huge um if you were to do some of the the things that like i guess women in the western world are doing now like they don't uh, well obviously some of them they do they, they face consequences but oftentimes it's not like death yeah. whereas some of those other countries that is the case so um that's one part we got to kind of move on a little bit here there's still like a couple topics like here here's what i'm taking cheese i am uh, taking we metaphorically put a pin in this and thanks. come back uh, in the next episode and tackle the the rest of the issues okay so in summary um for part one uh we'd probably say that so we, we looked at the wage gap it's total bullshit and uh i i really hope that in the near future or at least within our lifetime um that becomes equal uh because because it doesn't make sense and it's it's unfair um i'd say that there's a lot of like sort of i guess shaming or punishing that goes on for like women's choices like oh, I, haven't women even, I haven't even got into that yet uh, well i briefly talked about it um and then there was tugboat's uh tugboat's topic about uh, his documentary that he watched and and how it's like uh i guess in russia like this old more of an old school <laughs> approach to things trying to get women to behave a particular way and like serve the man um which is again they, they literally several, said they need to treat men like gods yeah and which is uh extremely dated and and not great um and and then what else is there don't forget there the birth control the birth control don't forget it you'll need it forget You gotta work as a team to keep those babies out. Heck yeah, it's a team um, effort. And then, sort of the, the feministic thing of uh, uh, equality for for uh, basically people, and that um, the all all it's like not all men sort of situation, where it's like yeah, well not all men know, but uh, you need to be more of an ally than instead of like pushing back and defending. Boom. Summarized. All right, Cheese. Let's do a quick sign-off, and then we'll jump into the next one. Okay.
Tugboat out. Tugboat out. <laughs>